Hello, 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 and welcome to Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. Today, we've gathered to talk about Far Cry New Dawn, Ubisoft's latest entry in the Far Cry franchise. Thanks goes out to Ubisoft for providing us with a code to check out the game early for review. I'm one of your hosts, Eric, and joining me are Matt and Steve, who have all played the game at varying lengths. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Excited for this game. Have you have you guys played any of the previous uh, Far Cry games? Oh yes, I am. Uh, I, I've played all of them. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Aside, from, aside from one, I haven't played Far Cry one, but two onwards, I have played, owned, beaten, done a little wow. dance because yeah. Nice. I started at Far Cry three and then moved forward. The only nice. one I didn't really play was Far Cry Primal because I didn't really whet my appetite with the premise. That's that's the same for me. Yeah, I was a little hesitant on that one, but again, I'm like, well, I'm a mark for Far Cry, so I'll play it and it'll be awesome. Uh, and it was it was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was definitely a, a big learning curve because you go from like, oh, I have to pick up these shotguns and all that to I need to make a bow and arrow. And that bow and arrow mechanic is actually really prevalent in Far Cry 5 and Far yes. Cry New Dawn, which this uh, game uh, is a sequel to. Well, let's start off with the general story of Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, Steve, why don't you hit us up with that? Okay, the story is set 17 years after the events of Far Cry 5, after the nuclear exchange known as The Collapse devastated the world. Survivors attempt to rebuild the community of Hope County. Their efforts are threatened by the Highwaymen, a roving band of organized bandits led by twin sisters Mickey and Lou. With few other choices, the survivors from an alliance with New Eden, the remnants of the project at Eden's Gate, despite knowing that they may represent a greater threat than the Highwaymen. Uh, the game is also expected to reveal the fates of the Deputy and Joseph Seed, the protagonist and main antagonist of Far Cry 5, respectively. Yes, I can honestly mm-hmm. say. So before we go into this, uh, spoilers to people who have not played the game, obviously, because this is going to be co- this uh, episode is going to come out a day before it releases, but there are mm-hmm. slight spoilers throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of the, the story from what you've played so far? I think I'm the furthest. Well, yes. you know. seeing as I've played the least, um, I didn't finish Far Cry 5. Not that I didn't like it. I just got a bit distracted. But I, I have to say, this game makes me want to go back and play five completely Mm -hmm. um and it's sort of interesting because i didn't expect the sequel to be a direct sequel in the way it has and that it's going to build on the events makes everything so much more engaging to me so that's that's all i can really say at this point i I like i like the setting which you guys can go into more detail about for a new dawn but yeah it it just sort of the character development of Mm -hmm. five if i can say that uh is uh, is really exciting yeah what about you matt this one is actually interesting because when i read the synopsis that they sent us i went oh okay because the thing about far cry 5 is like a lot of far cry games there are different endings you can tap into Mm -hmm. and the collapse that they talk about is one of three different endings in the game. I, I got to that ending, but I had done the other two endings, and this was the one I was like, okay, so that that now you know this is that's the official canon ending of Far Cry 5. Yeah. So if you haven't finished 5, you now know how it's supposed to end because they have given you their canon ending to continue the game. Mm-hmm. But that being said, the, yeah, the story so far from where I am in the game is just amazing. They definitely take the mythology from 5 and build on it and expand on it like to the point where like you, you can rove around the landscape and find notes that existed in 5 that are still there in New Dawn mm-hmm. in certain areas. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Because I'm like, I remember finding that thing there. Yeah, it's actually really neat because the ending of five where there was a nuclear blast which created this new dawn they actually changed the map just a little bit so that you could go into places that you couldn't before and then places that were accessible before aren't accessible now it's really interesting Mm -hmm. how they've 
made this world new, mm-hmm. new dawn. The thing I've really enjoyed about this new version of the game is that it's prettier. Mm-hmm. Far Cry Five was was nice as it is, but it was you know it was Montana. It was just mountains and you know forests and stuff, and it was it was I think summer more or less in that game. Yes, yeah. Because this one has like some springtime colors. There's lots of pinks and purples. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because of the nuclear you know winter that happened previously. Yeah, but that just I did some reading on it. There's a, a chunk of the game that actually covers why everything's so vibrant there. Oh, okay. So that's weird. I'm at the end of the second act, pretty much into the third act, which we're not allowed to talk about in this review because Mm -hmm. of big spoilers. But yeah, everything, it's great. It's so much more vibrant than the last one. And well, well, let's talk about the graphics. What do you think of this game versus the last? Well, I think uh, I think you're right uh, about the vibrancy. I don't know if that's just simply the colors or they've uh, made some tweaks, but somehow I think the game does look better, even though it is largely the same map. And actually, I wanted to make a point on reusing assets. I often criticize games for taking old stuff and then reapplying it because I think it's lazy. But I, I do think in this case, I would disagree with myself <laughs> in this case. because <laughs> I, think, I, I do think because it adds such an extra layer of familiarity to the game. And as you've been saying, Eric, it's just so much different. Like, even though it is the same locations, the way they've managed to decorate it, where mm-hmm. it's been decorated, mm-hmm. or where it's become overgrown, adds like a whole new depth to it. Somehow they've achieved something like really beautiful. And I think actually, Eric, you mentioned before, there was like this notion of it almost feeling like annihilation, you know, in terms of the, the look. Yes, yes. 100 yes. we were talking about that the first night i think i was playing it and you're playing mm-hmm. a different game yeah. especially from the, the get-go um after the first mission you're just wandering around trying to find your new settlement and it's just like it looks like annihilation mm-hmm. with the overgrown trees and then the plant life and everything oh it's great yeah i, I definitely uh, i got that vibe playing it too especially just with the way that especially some of like the the flora and fauna is very obviously been mutated because of the nuclear explosion mm-hmm. so you have you know you have like pronghorns that you know are now in like whites and brown rounds uh all the skunks are albino with like a greenish tinge to them like they give definitely give you this sort of otherworldly mm. kind, not otherworldly but just this very vibrant different almost alien feel to how things are mm-hmm. and for those who are listening the game we're reviewing is on ps4 i think none of us have a ps4 pro oh no i i'm playing it on pro you're playing on a pro i'm playing on pro as well well i suck apparently with my original ps4 <laughs> but the graphics are actually top notch and yep. i've had at least through my whole playthrough pretty much a steady 30 fps the whole way mm-hmm. through yeah it's smooth. I, don't think it, I don't think it ever dipped for me at all even with all the explosions that far cry is known for so let's go into the gameplay because there's a lot of new versus a lot of old i think it was you matt who was saying that this was the game that sort of took everything that was good in the previous games and put it all together and made it better why don't you go into that it's very true it, it took everything, like I said, you know, and Steve was touching on is that it basically took the same layout and obviously story from five. It definitely built on that, which I thought was great. The one thing I will always say about the Far Cry games and Ubisoft is that every time they release a new game, they've improved on the system. Mm-hmm. There's never been a point in time where yeah. I'm like, oh, why did they change that? It's always like, okay, that's a really cool tweak. Yeah. And the one thing I liked is because you guys were saying, you know, you hadn't played Primal because you're, it's, you know, it takes place in like the, the caveman setting. One of the big goals you have in that is to basically build up your tribal community to help fight off these other tribes so i like the fact that they took that mechanic and put it in new dawn where you're trying to build up you know your community and try to get these survivors all together to fight the highwaymen that was the one big callback that i really enjoyed mm-hmm. was that it's all about you know trying to build up a community and trying to build up a base mm-hmm. and upgrading and building perks that i really enjoy i'm a big fan of like the the rpg aspects that they brought into this game even yeah. more so than they normally had yeah yeah in the, the booklet that we had they called it rpg light because now they have upgrading your your home base 
base, which he didn't really do in the other ones. There are outposts. It's pretty standard in a Far Cry game to have outposts that you take over. But these ones you can liberate and then you can replay them at a higher level and then get better rewards, which I thought was yeah. really cool. Especially since you do need the ethanol to upgrade your home base. Mm-hmm. They added this uh, leveling system for enemies. They have a little bar over their head, like a number mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, I believe, with different yeah. colors. So you can tell which ones are lower, yeah. lower enemies versus higher enemies. And then yeah. you can upgrade your weapons or build better weapons to fight these mm-hmm. enemies at a higher level. And then well, you I mean, can... you, you can't even, you can't even uh, hurt the things at the high levels. They're just monsters. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it adds that incentive to go back and deal with like a particular challenge. You, you, can, you, can get a, you can fight a gold with some purple and blue stuff. It just takes a long time. You, you can, but you better be able to run and hide real quick because yeah. they're faster <laughs> and they're stronger. There's this one mission that I, I just played through either last night or the night before and it's a fight club and <laughs> yeah and pretty much you have no weapons at the start and at the end you fight a, a gold bar enemy with, yep. with, a, with a pipe and you're like yeah. okay well i guess i'm gonna be running this whole time and then there's a ring of fire around you so you have, uh, yeah. like you have to i actually i did run. that last night too yeah i played i did the exact same mission in the same i was like oh god <laughs> so there are these uh new i don't know if it's not really new they have these things called expeditions in this game did you guys get to play any of them i did yeah so basically what happens is at your base you unlock these helicopters and this helicopter guy can bring you to different parts outside of hope country so you're not just stuck in that map which is really cool and it brings you across the u.s to play different areas and do these special missions for supplies did you have any favorite ones that you played matt i had actually just done the first one which takes you to the the florida coast Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which again, I actually like the fact that they were very careful with it. They mapped out the geography, you know, like what states are close, what can you get, what could you reasonably get to in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also apparently those expeditions, because I did some reading on it, wherever they take place, they made a point of really mapping it out accurately to where it was taking place. So people were like, oh, I kind of know that area. And that's sort of oh, what it looks fun. like. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're, there's some fun ones later. I, I remember in Far Cry 5, they had this mission at a amusement park which I had mm-hmm. not been able to find in the main map. But one of the expeditions, you get to go to an amusement park and mm-hmm. cause chaos, which is actually really fun. And then there's a second one that was at Alcatraz, which is amazing. Nice. These are all really nice. fun things. And um, to go into our next topic about co-op, which unfortunately we never got to play with each other mm-hmm. due to time reasons, expeditions mm-hmm. are the one thing that you can complete with your friends and keep the progress for both of us. I know, Steve, you had some issues mm-hmm. with the co-op. Uh, from previous mm-hmm. Far Cry games. Did you want to go into that? I guess they in 3, they had multiplayer-only missions, which were sort of yeah. uh, separate from the main campaign. And then in 4, you could join a friend, but you were, for all intents and purposes, like a living NPC ally. Uh, mm. And the, the joined friend didn't actually uh, pick up any story progress. I thought that was going to change in 5, and, and unfortunately it didn't. So I believe in New Dawn that's still the case. But yeah, I'm glad that they now have an activity in which the drops and the you know completion of the thing does carry over. You know, it's not like you have to be able to play a whole game with a friend, but it is it it's is nice and, mm-hmm. and be rewarded yeah. for it as well, you know, just to save time. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad to hear that. That's that's really awesome. Yeah, and I think that was, that was the uh, that was the big reason why they wanted to have the uh, we're these expeditions are they're going to be off the normal map so that it could load yeah. the parties of friends together and then just drop you in this one location. You didn't have to worry about who was where in the game and you know causing issues with. Yeah, you know, if someone's you're going to party with someone and you're way higher level or they're way lower, and it's going to create that disparagement. It's like, nope, everyone gets dropped in the same location. Yeah, hopefully in the future they'll let you at least take over outposts and save that progress 
on your uh, game? You, you can, but it, uh, with the outpost uh, co-ops from what I was reading is that that's where the same issue from before comes in, where someone, yeah. you can co-op with someone for an outpost, but it's the primary player only that gets the the benefits yeah, yeah, so it's just yeah, you're helping yeah. your friend out yeah so it's like but again, that would be where, uh, yeah but that would be where like you know if someone's near near the end of the game and you have a friend that's just starting and struggling they can come in because they're going to be so much more powerful than everyone else they can help you get that and then the primary will get the benefits if you're really stuck at a level but uh yeah, but yeah, yeah. no shared benefits on that mm-hmm. yeah i mean i suppose as some might even have some story reasons i mean i think that was the case in five you know like but anyway yeah so because this is a Far Cry game and because it's an open world game, it has a lot of side missions, main missions, obviously, expeditions. And, you know, there are NPCs that you those guns for hire that you can get. Are, were there any favorites <laughs> that you guys have played so far that, you know, you might want to recommend to the people listening out there? Well, the, the one thing I found is that especially with the guns for hire, uh, part of the, the trick with them is that to level up your main base you actually do need to go out and find all of them at some point in time if you want to hit the the top level in the base. Mm-hmm. So for completionists, so we were going to do it anyways, there's an extra you know incentive to it. It's cool because those guns for hire, they level up themselves. So if they get yes. from zero to 15 kills, they have one perk and then 15 mm-hmm. higher, they have a different perk and then higher yeah. and higher. So that's and, cool and you also get uh, you get perk points for them leveling up too, and they do that with the weaponry as well. So it's it's really the challenges in this game they're actually to your benefit if you want to really level your own character up. There's so many challenges you'll be getting perk points whenever, as long as you like like to play and try different yeah. things. They'll just and that's yeah. Up. I found that the more I played, all of a sudden it's like you've unlocked eleven new challenges. I was like, oh crap. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Any side missions you really enjoyed? Oh, I'm trying to think of the one. Um, the one that I I enjoyed and found inherently frustrating at the same time was uh, acquiring the gun for hire nana who is this like 80 year old <laughs> sniper who's has um, the curious mouth she's hilarious to bring yeah. on missions oh yeah she just cusses <laughs> everyone out it's beautiful mm-hmm. uh but that that one is again it's the you know her, her, to get her to follow you you basically have to do a, a sharpshooting challenge yeah which is if you're good at it is really is really fun but if you don't have the steadiest hands or the steadiest controller it can be really it took me about eight tries last night to finally Ooh, beat wow. the one stage of it oh, oh man there there are a couple of main missions that i really like mostly uh, around joseph seed because mm-hmm. that deals with a lot of the bliss stuff which i didn't mm-hmm. like in far cry 5 yeah, i hated yeah, I the bliss like missions but in this yeah. one it adds a whole new dimension i thought it was actually really cool no i was gonna say that that's interesting because i hadn't quite gotten that far but i'm now looking forward to getting to that part and kind of playing through it again yeah, yeah i mean i guess to add uh, because i i played the least uh, and i did comment on this already i i did find the bliss as well eric in the last game to be not that compelling element of, of, of the plot line yeah. it, if, in fact it, to me it kind of took away a little bit from you know the the cast of villains but again yeah everything's been recast uh into this different context and it's so much more interesting now uh, due to that so yeah bliss is yeah it was surprisingly good in this game the last one i think the bliss boss that main boss was probably <sighs> the worst thing i played in the last game it was the most yeah annoying. that that had mm. such shades of like metal gear solid psycho mantis to me where you're just yeah. like okay it's yeah. gonna power through this and hope you can get through it yeah. I, yeah and i think in general when you go in when they went into the supernatural stuff in far cry it's not generally my favorite because <laughs> yeah. you know it's not making things explode yeah. <laughs> and i think my favorite side mission and it's such a stupid little one that's not even anything is called dear photograph where you get these mm, bunch, a right. bunch of photographs yes. and you get to compare 
what it looked like in Far Cry 5 to what it looks like in New Dawn. You hold it up and it's, yeah. it's, it's a neat little thing. It's nothing really important to the story, but it looks yeah. neat. It's nice to see the, the comparison yeah. from the previous game. Yeah, it's kind of funny. They're trying to reinforce the fact. They're like, see, see, you know, it's, it's the old <laughs> game. And, you know, yeah. I already appreciate it anyway. I didn't need that. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever, you know, it's fine. Yeah, it's a fun I mean, little mini. I thought it was, I mean, I figured, like, I looked at that as like, well, they're going to reskin the entire map. You know what? Let them show off. For sure. Each game has had a very different bad guy, or at least Mm -hmm. uh, antagonist in the game. Uh, Joseph Seed was the last one in Far Cry 5. Uh, This one has the twins, and Far Cry 4 had my favorite, which was Pagan Min. What did you guys think of the twins, at least as far as you've gotten in the game? I, uh, unfortunately, so far, because I've had the least encounters with them, they seem actually fairly flat. So I'm actually more interested in finding out what happened with, with Seed now, uh, because mm-hmm. he's just immediately more interesting because there's history mm-hmm. for him. Whereas yeah, for sure. people just seem kind of brutal and I, I don't know their their deal. They're, it's interesting because like you said, when I, as soon as I found out that Joseph Seed was still a factor in the game, I was... I was Immediately, I'm like, okay, I understand these are the immediate threat, but now I'm actually interested to see how he gets involved into it. Mm. Uh, but it's one of those, the further into the game I got, because it's one of those, every time you complete a story mission, over the radio that you have that everyone has, because it's all the one radio frequency, you'll hear them commenting on what you've done. Right. Yeah. And it's one of those very interesting things where I look at them with like almost a Negan factor for those that watch The Walking Dead, where it's like they're That's brutal fair. and they're cruel, but they're also still just surviving with their crew the same as everyone else. Mm-hmm. Sure, and it's the line of how like how different are you you and your people from them? Because yes, they're very brutal and they're going and scavenging, but they're keeping people alive. But I mean, it's the you know you need to want them to stay in line, but you want them to stay in line because you have bigger problems to deal with than you know people getting grumpy like we need to eat and you know survive these insane mutated animals that are roaming around everywhere because we don't have technology anymore. Hmm. Fair enough. So, I, I, I think at least where I am right now, I have met up with Joseph Seed, or at least I've seen Joseph Seed. I'm not going to spoil anything regarding him. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. I'm still way more interested in the Joseph Seed stuff than yeah. than the twins. Uh, unfortunately, like Steve, they, they are still a little bit flat for me. And mm-hmm. like Matt said, they do talk ever so often and they show up once in a blue moon in the game after mm-hmm. a main mission. But most of the time, you just hear yeah. them over the radio. The good thing I liked about Far Cry Four is that Pagan Men mm-hmm. was sort of there all the time. Like he'd be on the yeah. on the radio, like yeah. in commercials <laughs> and stuff. And like it, it, it was such a he was such an enigmatic personality. He was such yeah. a personality, mm-hmm. and he is definitely my favorite out of all of the bad guys. Yeah. We'll yes. see if Joseph Seed is a good guy or a bad guy by the end. Well, and it's something that's interesting because even when I was playing through five, I knew that Joseph was, you know, he was the big the leader, of the, he was the father, the leader of the family. I found John to be the more intriguing villain from five than yeah, I did Joseph. Because he was way, he was, he was, and I got a lot of shades of pagan men from John Seed because he was very articulate and charismatic yeah. and he was a reprehensible person. Yeah. But you could see where people would follow him versus the father who's like, okay, you're just a crazy Jesus guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that that's the thing. Like that's why I'm very interested now to see how this character's evolved. If he Oh has- yeah. He, and he's even- definitely evolved um, okay. from the last <laughs> <laughs> And it, it's really it's really quite interesting when you get to the point because you start questioning whether the religious cult was actually crazy or if they yeah. have- the sure. right mentality, at least after the after nuclear, the um, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, and I got that vibe playing five, especially now knowing that that the Holocaust was the proper ending, because he kept alluding to that the entire the entirety of five, mm-hmm. that he was trying to save his followers from this reckoning, and then the reckoning happened. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That for is sure. Since we've talked about for pretty much all different aspects of this game, so would you recommend this game, Steve? Let's start with you with the least amount of the game played. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure at some point they'll bundle it with five. Uh, if you haven't played five, I'd probably recommend... Uh, well, you know what? You could just jump right in and be gone. I think it's just a great game. And uh, mm-hmm. as uh, we've all alluded to, they've pulled elements from previous games, but they've really made something special and unique. So I definitely am very excited to play this game, and I recommend it. What about you, Matt? Absolutely 100% recommend this game. Not just because I'm a fan of the series, but it, it is really a well-crafted game. There's so many different elements from different first-person shooters that they've kind of brought into this that work. Like I, you know, I get elements of you know, like the Fallout's. I get the, like all yeah. the Far Cry's previous leading into this, and then, like I said, with the added you know RPG aspect to it, more so than in previous games. If you're a fan of first-person shooters, if you're a fan of RPGs. I think there's something in this game for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And it's and it's just so damn pretty. It is damn pretty. <laughs> I just want to add, um, there's been a lot of uh, post-apocalyptic games, uh, like with Metro and with Fallout, um, but. Mm-hmm. I have to say this one. This one is more fun. Like there's just something about it. It's got a different attitude, you know. And I, I think yeah. if if you're wary of that aspect of it, uh, you shouldn't be because this one is a. It's more of a living, you know, community driven post apocalyptic game as opposed to oh everything's radiation and, and horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, for me, I I definitely recommend it with the caveat that this is another Far Cry game, and if you're expecting something totally different. You're not going to get that. But if you're expecting something that is in line with the franchise and is definitely accumulation of all of the previous good points of the Far Cry games, then I definitely recommend this game. But, you know, I feel like you will get a lot more with this game if you do play Far Cry 5 first. So if you don't want to buy this game right now, I definitely recommend playing 5 going through that and then getting this game because you will get a lot more out of the game and of the story. But still, thumbs up. I do enjoy this game quite a lot. It's quite funny and quite fun. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of surprised because, like, I mean, I enjoy the Far Cry games. I'm not as big a fan as Matt, but this one uh, this one has got me really excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't think there's a season pass or anything. I haven't seen anything about DLC. For they they haven't uh, released anything yet, but, I mean, the game's hasn't launched yet so it, they may have something come out shortly but i i can't imagine they need to to be honest well if they add like expeditions like from time to time that would be amazing i right? did hear that they yeah. were gonna add expeditions but i don't remember seeing if there is a season pass like far cry 5 had a season pass and you got yeah three dlc yeah. and i think you had a previous game with it didn't yeah you? far cry 3 remastered yeah, yeah. so you know you never know maybe they'll give you far cry 5 that that might that might be a good deal like a good you know, season pass bundles. Here's five as well as this game. (laughs) So thanks guys for coming on. And thanks again to Ubisoft for providing us with that code. We hope to come back with more and more game reviews, Um, not just games that are coming out, but games that have come out already. And I think that we will recommend to people, not Mm -hmm. just video games, video games, board games, any other games that we like to play. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we're always there for movies. So thanks again, Matt. Thanks Steve for coming on. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Have a good week guys. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.